Hi, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Cycling Chats podcast series with myself, Kofi. In this episode, I talk to my friend Lex Bedding, who is a family man of three lovely daughters, and hear about his journey discovering the bike and honing his skills in photography. He's an absolutely awesome photographer, and if you don't already, please do check him out at Lex Bed. Thanks for tuning in. The purpose of Ride for Unity is simple. It's really to celebrate our diversity, but also our unity as cyclists. Um, and then through this Cycling Chats medium, um, I'm really hoping to inspire folks to get out um, and enjoy the sport that we love and push their boundaries if they already do cycle through hearing like the amazing stories of, of people from the recreational to the racer. Um, and basically everyone's welcome. Together we ride. If your name begins with an A to a Z, you're involved. You're welcome to uh, so without further ado, my, my friend and guest today is is essentially my better twin brother, I'm going to say, who's living like a parallel life um, and just smashing in the process. I've got three kids. Lex got three kids. I take some photos. Lex takes amazing photos. Um, he's, a, he's, a, he's a legend to me. So I'm really, really glad to have you here, Lex, to chat. Um, thank you for coming on board. That's good. You know what? I groomed especially today. Um, earlier I had big hair, big beard, and I thought, no, Kofi's always looking really fresh, so oh, they get the game ported. So. You love it. Love it. <laughs> thank you, thank it's all aerodynamic. It's all aerodynamic. And mine's not by choice. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so thank you very yeah, so, much. Yeah. No, perfect. I mean, would you be able to tell us a bit? Because I, you know, I, know, I know a little bit about you, but for, for the benefit of those that don't, can you tell us a bit about who Okay, um, so uh, yeah, my name's Lex. Um, I basically I live and I've grown up in the east of England. I live in uh, Norfolk. Uh, for those of you know, who know that where that is, um, so yeah, I've uh, I've been cycling now for I think I started in about two thousand and twelve. Um, mm-hmm. Recreational recreational cyclist. Um, ride when i can uh, as you said i've got three three wonderful children um i'm i'm, I'm blessed with three three amazing daughters um and if i'm not cycling my life revolves around them essentially so um so yeah that's uh that's kind of where i am really brilliant brilliant and, and how old are your daughters remind me sorry say that again how old are your daughters uh 10 8 and 3 so yeah, yeah. So you've got hands full a little bit. Yes, yes, so oh, yes, pretty much. So. And, and married as well. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Amazing, amazing wife. Yes, uh, yeah, we're, it's good. It's good. Good stuff. Good. I'm loving that you're saying that. This is going to be recorded, so I'll play, we'll play it back. So I'm glad you're saying yeah. all the right yeah, things. Let's watch it later. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. And, and what about any pets? Because I've recently seen some of your photos, and I, I'm pretty sure there's like a kitten or a cat or some sort yeah. of creature. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not a pet man, really, but um, three, 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 four women in the house. I'm, I'm outnumbered. So, uh, yeah, we have a, we have a cat, Alfie. Um, terrorizes me, but uh, yeah, it's all good, all good. I love that, love that. And Lex, just in terms of like growing up, um, we can go here, we could could not go here if you want, but just how how was it growing up for you? And and I remember we took us talking about sort of being raised and stuff like that. Like, where where did you grow up, and and I guess who did you grow up with? Okay, so um, long history short, um, I was uh, I was actually born in Ghana, 
um, and uh, came to the UK when I was about three. Um, subsequently, I grew up in foster care um, from coming into the UK. So I pretty much lived in Norfolk all my life um, and I grew up with various foster families um, and moved around quite a lot. Stayed in the area, but moved around quite a lot. And um, yeah, it, it it wasn't it wasn't a great upbringing, great childhood. Um, you know, it's uh, partly down to the care system at the time, and partly down to. I mean, I, you know, I grew up in the eighties, um, and uh, you know, the, a lot of things happened in the care system at the time, which probably wouldn't happen now. And people who I was living with you know, placement and things like that, you probably wouldn't find so much of now. So yeah. so looking back on my childhood, it, it certainly wasn't a great one, but it has kind of moulded me into what who I am now and, you know, how it's definitely given me a clearer indication of how I want to bring my children up. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so... That resonates with me, man. And do you, I didn't know that you were from Ghana originally. I never knew that. Yeah, I was born in Kumasi. So, um, yeah, I was born in Kumasi. It's, uh, not been back since, but, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's where, it, I didn't know if you know, but that's where my parents um, were born. Um, mm -hmm. um, I spent some time there. So I, I was born in the UK, but then when I was seven, I moved to Ghana um, okay. with my dad because he got a job there with my brother. Um, right. so spent three, yeah, so spent three years there and then came came back. So yeah, such a I did, like I said, we're twins, like literally twins doing this crazy stuff. So man, um, so I, I hear you when you talked about as well, like you're growing up and stuff, and how it's kind of giving you. Sometimes in life you get this thing, right? You get what you want or you get what you don't want, and then I guess you choose what you want to be about and I guess it sounds like that's how you've embraced life and you're trying to do the family thing in a different way to what you experience really I think with um with my upbringing I think that um you know there's 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 a lot of things that that kind of happened in my upbringing which you know a lot of people who know me say oh you know you're well adjusted given what's happened to you and things like that and yeah. and I'm I'm very much a believer that you know some things you some things you are in your control some things are not in your control but it's yeah. how you deal with all of those things that kind of make you the person you are so you know I, I got to the stage in my life where I I kind of thought you know what I can sink or swim here you know there's there's kind of two roads as I certainly in my kind of later teens early 20s I did the whole off the rails thing you know drinking too much uh, smoking recreational drugs that kind of thing and you just get to the point where you kind of go well which way am i going to go here you know there's 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 two choices and uh yeah. you know I'm to say that I, I i made the right choice so. yeah oh thanks man that is um that's inspiring because it, it just is uh it's not it's not it's really not easy to go through that because you know you probably have been around people that have had that but not been able to to switch lanes you know have had to sort of stay stay where they are and, and deteriorate it so really extra happy for you that everything is as it is for you right now with the family that you've got beautiful kids and 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 alfie the cat like living the wholesome life that you've got really so but, um, keep keeping them um, keeping it uh 
move it a little bit if you could still hear me all right um yeah how, how was it that you end up getting into cycling specifically um it was it was purely by accident really i mean i cycled i i used to go mountain biking with um with my brother and my friends um when i was a kid you know my foster brother uh we were really into mountain biking and used to buy the like mountain biking uk magazines and you know get all the stickers and sticker up your bike and things and and that was great and then as i say as i got to later in the teenage years um you know, and you find all of the things that you shouldn't do, like, you know, nightclubbing at sort of 16 yeah. and like that. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, 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 no. But that all went off the boil and, you know, and you, you start to pursue other hobbies. And then, um, as I say, 2012, um, I just, do you know what, I just, I used to work um, in the city. So now I live just outside of Norwich. I used to work in Norwich city centre and I used to get the bus every day. Um, and it just, it drove me crazy. It drove me crazy. So one day somebody said, well, why don't you get a bike? It's not too far. Um, and I literally bought a secondhand mountain bike. And I think the first day I cycled, I, I, I coughed. I, as I say, I was a heavy smoker at the time and it destroyed me. There's the five mile bike ride and it absolutely destroyed me. And that oh then, goodness. you know, and the, but from there, it was again. It was a choice, you know. I, I I quit cycling or I quit smoking. I quit smoking, bought a road bike, and um, not looked back since. Really, so that's that's how that started. Um, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's fantastic. Exactly. Just give me a second. Can you see me okay? Because where I'm seeing you, fine, but I, I look yeah. super dark. I'm wondering whether I need to put some light on myself. Can you see me? Okay? I, can, I can see you. I can see you, but you're freezing up. So okay. Give, give me a second. I'm going to summon the technology gods and also get some light. Just one second. There you are. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Get, get that on there. So, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that in terms of like how you got into it in 2012. So, like, eight years ago, you started commuting. And then what is it about cycling? And I asked this a bit when it sort of joins. Like, what it is about um, cycling that you, you love, really, and that's kept you going eight years on, you know? Um, for me, it's, it, it, I guess it's the old cliche, you know, cycling, I, most of my cycling, I ride on my own and, you know, you, you know yourself, a busy family life, you work full time during the week, um, and you just need that release. You need something that is away from everything. It's, um, and it just, I don't know, cycling, cycling really struck with me. Um, I got into it in 2012. I guess when it really kicked in for me was 2014. Um, I had a horrendous year in 2014, um, you know, ve uh, various reasons, uh, bereavements and things like that. And, oh, and everything's kind of, everything's kind of falling apart around me, but cycling was my way of trying to hold everything together so you know when i was at home i'm holding everything together but cycling was my way of going do you know what i need some space i need to break away and and from then i i, I guess you kind of it, it becomes more than just an exercise it becomes more than a you know i want to go out get fit i'm going to go out and smash 100 miles it becomes a you know it's just a bloat you know weight off your mind weight off your shoulders kind of thing and that's and that's yeah. when it hit me. And since then, 
that's how I've tried to treat cycling. You know, it's um, I'll have days where I want to go out and smash some Strava segments. I'll have days where I want to do a longer ride, or I'll have days where I just don't bother switching on the GPS. I just jump on my bike and and we I just ride. I love that. I love that. And just no no data, just go with the feel of it and just do what you need to do, which is the beauty of it, really. And I think the very first conversation I had actually was with Abby Dentist, um, who I think you're going to be cycling with soon, right? Yeah, yes. Um, yeah, I'm uh, DHB. Um, I'm an ambassador for DHB. And um, they've, they've, we've kindly entered a uh, Red Bull time lapse next week. Um, next weekend okay. so uh, I have told them I'm the weakest link in the team I mean there's some there's uh, the other three riders are pretty hardcore by comparison so uh, I'm just making up the numbers I'm just making up the numbers I'm sure you're not, I'm sure you're not. so I, I was going to say something about Abby but actually more interesting to, to hear about the Red Bull um, time lapse what, what does that involve because I've, I've, I've seen it posted around but I don't know about it much so what do you have to do for that Okay, so historically, it's um, it's a circuit race, um, and it's a 25-hour race. They basically run it on the 24th and 25th of October, so when the clocks change, basically. Um, and it's oh, right. teams of four. Teams of four have to ride, um, basically, as far as they can in 25 hours. But you take it in turns to ride, so one rider from um, at a time. Um, and then... I think uh, when the clocks change at 2 p.m., there's a power hour, so any miles you do are doubled. So um, okay. you know, we've, we've put our strongest rider in for that hour to uh, to clock up some miles. And then, uh, yeah, it runs basically from midday on the 24th uh, through to on the, on the 25th. So, uh, yeah, but this year is a virtual one because of COVID and social distancing yeah. and things. It's all being done virtually. Um, so we're all actually going to be doing it from home essentially um yeah. but hooked up with uh zoom calls and things like that and um oh, yeah. it should be a good should be a good crack i think i think i've got one leg we we've kind of divided it up but i think i've got one leg to do at about uh two or three in the morning so that should be interesting so uh yeah oh, man, i can't wait i can't wait well, um yuri is on here said that red bull time lapse equals type two fun Maybe type 2.5 fun. I'm not sure how that features on the winter scale. Is, is that hardcore fun, like or deadly fun? Which which way is it? I I, I don't think it's going to be good fun, but uh, no. we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Will, will um Lex? Will the revolution be televised? Can we see it somewhere where you do like a live feed so we can follow? I, think, I don't know whether we're we're, we're we're discussing it at the moment. The best way to yeah. do if we're doing live feeds or whether we're going to record segments and and put something together so um i was speaking yeah. to the guy at red bull about that and we'll see we'll see what okay. happens so. oh well best of luck with it best of luck and um yeah just um flipping back to what i was saying linked to what you said about mental health and um it was something that abby said to me the first time that i did this with her it was uh that really she loves cycling because you could you can be in your head or you can be outside your head is, is to paraphrase it really like if you really wanted to just get into your thoughts and just figure some stuff out you could use cycling in that way um but if you really wanted to get away from stuff and just leave your worries at the door when you step out of it then you cycling could do that and, and I, i've got to agree like for me it's, it's kind of like yoga on wheels right like you you meditate you just feel calm and I, anytime i ride my bike when i come off it 
I'm always glad that I've done it. So yeah, no, I, I, I share your share your sentiment and your feeling there. So talking about Norfolk, yeah, and where you are, and, and we've got people around the world. So like Jen is in Chicago, Doug has just joined. He's solid, regular as ever. He's in San Francisco on the West Coast. So he may not have been to Norfolk himself before. Matt Clark, one of my best friends, is just in the house. Matt, welcome. Um, and Tesh, Tesh may have been there, but. What's one of your favourite rides to do? Like, if time allows, and you don't necessarily have the window where it's in between breakfast and taking one of your daughters to an activity, where would you go? Like, can you talk us through what you'd be looking at, where you'd be seeing, really? I guess the nice thing about Norfolk is that it's it's very rural. I mean, we've you know we've there, there's often jokes about Norfolk and countryside and all the rest of it. And um, yeah. and and to be fair, it's like that. It's very rural. We've got country lanes and fields and everything, but we've got a fantastic coastline. I, th- I think I'm sounding like a tourist dad now, but um, that's what I want. Um, because let, let, I'll, let me let me just say the thing is, I want that because right now we can't necessarily go everywhere we want to go. So you take us there. I, I don't mind you selling Norfolk to us. It's brilliant. Well, yeah, like I said, we have a fantastic coastline, um, which is which is really nice to ride. I mean, Norfolk isn't hilly, you know. We 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 have a few ups, which I guess people who live here are proud to say, "Oh, that's a that's a tough hill." <laughs> you, know, you know, Yorkshire, we ain't here. You know, that's um, that's that's just how it is, and that's the reality of it. But the coast, uh, fantastic road along the coastline um, and North Norfolk coast, um, and it's got a few ups and downs, but I mean, riding around Norfolk lanes adds to the kind of ambience of um, just being able to get away from it, just being able to clear your head and break free and just, yeah, it's it's fantastic. So that's that's really why I love it. So I try and and head to the coast when when possible. And um, yeah, yeah, it's good. That would be your thing. So, and to do that, so like a loop to the coast and then back to yours, like how many hours and how many kilometres or miles would that be for you? It's, it's, I, I, I did it. I've not done many long rides this year, but um, I, I think I did a, a 100k. I was determined to get one Strava Grand Fondo in this year. So I did 100k to, um, and it, it was literally from my door to to. Basically, I could see the sea and then and then back again. So, um, you know, with a few with a few winding lanes put in. So it's not it's not too far. It's it's a good ride. But the nice thing is we have a couple of big events here that they do. um, One of which is the Norwich 100, which is basically from the centre of Norwich, and it heads out to the coast, heads out sort of east, and then up north and and back in. So that takes Mm -hmm. in most of uh most of the countryside and that's a i'd say 150k or 100 mile ride so um, grand grand oh i love i love that i love the sound of it i I think i may have invited myself over before but basically this is the purpose of these chats everyone i speak to from chile and south south africa to steph in yorkshire to your good self i'm working out places i can go next when i'm allowed to travel i'm going to come welcome to our corner of the corner of the world so uh yeah no, I, 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 I take you up on that. And you, you said it live, so that's all good. And, and what I wanted to say is like, I really love, love your pictures. Um, and that's really what got me to sort of um, know you know a bit more about you because the way that you take your pictures, it has this ability to transport me to like these places that I've never been, like these lanes, 
and stuff like that. And I really wanted to ask you a bit about that because there's this this caption that comes up, which is um, I want to say it right, but cyclotography. Cyclotography. Yes. Yeah. Um, What's that? Is I mean, cyclotography again happened by accident. Um, when I started cycling, um, it, it was kind of weird because um, I wanted to get into cycling, but I didn't want to be absorbed in it in this kind of you must have ten thousand pound bike, you must be wearing, you know, Italian gear and all this kind of stuff. Um, Partly because I'm I'm not shaped like a cyclist, you know. I I, <laughs> I look at this these clothes and I'd buy double XL and and they'd be too tight and can't move and things. So yeah. so when I started cycling, I I found that there was there was a bit of a gap in the um in in the market, if you like, um, for people who wanted to get into cycling but didn't want to jump straight in at that kind of you know, you must do, you must have this stuff, you know, all the gear and no idea. So I actually built a website called All About the Ride. And, um, and it was just, it was supposed to be a blog site initially, just about my journey into cycling, why I cycled, that kind of thing. And um, it took off and turned into a website for cycling reviews. And I had people asking me for my advice on, on, on certain aspects of cycling and things like that and it really gained momentum and as part of that because it was a self-run website as part of that i was i was taking pictures to put onto the website so you know if i went for a ride i would take my phone with me and i'd take some pictures and you know i'd get home from my ride my kids would be oh where did you cycle today daddy i'd show them the pictures put them on the website and that kind of coined the phrase cyclotography. Now, I may have, may I don't know. It is, it to me, it kind of sounds familiar when I say it. I, I, you know, cyclotography. Have I heard that somewhere? But, but I kind of coined that phrase, and people started to, you know, buy into it. You know, I noticed people were going for rides, and they were taking pictures on their ride, and they were hashtagging cyclotography. And I'm thinking, wow, this is, you know, people have the same viewpoint as me. Yeah. And it's just, it just kind of stuck, you know. And um, and I take my I take my inspiration from so many other people. You know, I was mm-hmm. quite late to Instagram and social media, and you know, I was very much yeah, a. Me too, me too. You know, I was kind of like this. You know, Twitter that's never going to take off, and, and and that kind of thing. So when I when I really got into Instagram and saw some of the pictures that people were taking and things like that, I thought, wow, you know, this is kind of what I do, but not as quite a high level. And it just it just kind of went from there. And now I'm, you know, I made a joke the other day that I started out as a cyclist who likes taking pictures, and now I'm probably more of a photographer who likes cycling. So it's, you know, Fantastic. it's become a big hats thing. Off. Hats off to you. And um, just at the bottom, I can see um, Doug, hundred um, percent awesome concept. I think that's about all about the ride and Soul Riders Cycling Club, who are doing some amazing stuff. That's uh, Castle who leads on on that. Um, he's giving you a round of applause, and, and it, it's it's so true. Like what you say. Like when I said that you were like my my twin brother in parallel life, just doing better. I meant that. Like I, you know, I go out on a Sunday with my guys um, from the fellowship. Dan is on here. He's one of the one of the the regular partners in crime that gets out super early because we've got kids and commitments um we, I, I take pictures you know i take pictures and i'm like i, I kind of i want them to look like lexis but 
because of you, I got Adobe Lightroom and stuff like that. But the thing, the way that your pictures look, it, they're just breathtaking, and I, I can't, I can't. I've got to say, hats off to you, man. Like it's amazing. It's it's inspired. Like before we even spoke, it, it inspired me to take pictures and and um, use them as a sort of way to document and tell stories. So yeah, thank you. On on on, love you. I've got to say, big love, man, big love. And um, recently on the subject of photos but mixing it a bit in with the words i yeah. saw cycling weekly and i saw a certain lex spending in cycling weekly as well big things massive i want to know about it tell us about that, that because was, that's like that was a big deal for me um and that that's you know i really that came about through uh, my association with dhb and um and rob uh, dhb's brand manager top top guy um the, the nice thing about dhb uh, i've found as a brand is that you know they I, I i was wearing dhb they were one of the brands i kind of bought into when i started cycling um mainly because their stuff fits and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know so that was a good start so i bought into dhb before they contacted me and then and then a couple of years ago they contacted me again through seeing photos and things um and said you know we like your photos would you come on board as an ambassador and kind of represent us and that was huge for me that was absolutely you know one of those is this a wind-up kind of call yeah, you know exactly. yeah. um and i jumped at the chance again as i say because i'd already bought into them and their ethos and how they work um so that was fantastic for me fast forward a couple of years you know we've been working together now for a little while and um dhb have partnered with cycling weekly um to do a um cycling weekly 5000 challenge basically it's, oh, it's okay. a great year. yeah it's not been a great year for people you know lockdowns and things like that so uh, cycling weekly and dhb got together put together a strava challenge to see how far you could cycle for the remainder of the year um you know you well, can backdate your miles but see if you could reach that 5000 mile mark um based on you know all, all the restraints that everyone's had so um yeah. rob himself is actually i do have to give him a bit of quick shout out because he's actually been doing the challenge and documenting it on his instagram and and he's getting close and he didn't it. he started it a few months ago so he actually started it really late and he's yeah. he's just smashing those miles so yeah. um so they wanted to do a feature about riding in autumn and mm -hmm. uh, and rob approached me and uh, said look you know we want to have we want an ambassador to talk about why they like riding in autumn how they're getting on with their cycling that kind of thing and he said you know the the ambassadors we've got we've got some real you know professionals in here but we want to take slight slightly different viewpoint from it you know the the, the kind of busy full-time job family that kind of side of things yeah. so so yeah so they approached me um asked me some questions and i answered and yeah the next thing i know i'm in cycling weekly uh and and it's yeah. it's fantastic. It's you know it's a huge deal for me to uh, actually have, to have been approached and then to to be on there. So 
yeah, yeah really no, well deserved well deserved and i think um it's just just lovely to see and i saw some of the pictures in there i think they look like your shots though were they your shots that they used or did they shoot yeah no they're all my shots so yeah oh, they well, asked me to send some savers so it's all all my own work so yeah amazing now on that su subject so this is another benefit of doing this because it like my platform i started just from nothing i need some tips there's some shots that you do that's as if someone else is there with you. And like you said, you ride by yourself, but there's some amazing shots where you're riding off into the distance and the camera looks to be on a post or maybe it's on the floor and you're getting some... Oh, you're going to make How me you give doing? away my secrets, aren't you? You're going to make me give away my okay, secrets. Well, so, offline, well, we can talk about offline, but just quickly, just for the benefit, I'm just, no one else it, is watching. I started with a mobile phone, taking pictures on my phone. I upgraded to a small compact camera, and I, I, I just have a, I have a good compact camera that I throw in my jersey pocket. And I think that the, the, the difficulty is, and probably one of the reasons why I cycle on my own so much is because I'm probably that annoying guy in the group who wants to stop and take a picture every time, you know, and everyone else just wants to ride. No, 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 I'm going to take a picture. So, so yeah. for me, um, yeah, I cycle on my own and I, I, I see a shot coming before I get there and I think, you know what, this would make a cool shot. And 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 I just stop. I take the picture. I put the camera on self timer, or you know, or I think where where would this shot look good? And I just take the picture. You know, for for two a minute, two minutes. You know, I stop and then I'm off again. So that's that's right. kind of how it works really. So yeah. Fantastic. So you need to send me the details of that small compact camera because I'm I'm doing it. I think you've got a Samsung phone. So I got a Samsung phone. Cause, yeah, because they had a Samsung phone, but yeah. now you seem to leave me behind with this self-timing device. He said, "Message me, let me know what what what." what oh, in fact, tell me, what, what should we get? What's the camera? Um, I've at the moment I've got a, I've just upgraded. I had a Sony RX100, fantastic, okay. really compact camera, um, and uh, I've just upgraded to a Ricoh GR3. So, it's the Sony was a bit complex for what I needed for in terms of taking pictures you know it, it's got zoom and this that and the other whereas the rico yeah. is just a switch it on point and shoot you know it's 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 um it's it's a fantastic camera and it's just ideal to throw in the jersey pocket yeah. this, exactly so, yeah. is it waterproof no that's the only thing rico needs to make a waterproof camera it's it's not waterproof don't take it out in the rain if you get one. <laughs> so, <laughs> use your phone if you get one. Yeah. Not take it out in the rain. But it's um oh. yeah, it's, it's the only drawback. But to be fair, if it's if it's absolutely throwing it down, I'm going to be concentrating more on staying upright and wheels down yeah, on the road than, yeah. uh, than you know taking adventurous shots. So, Fair yeah, enough. Fair enough. I want to um, just quick shout out because I saw Rob just jumped in and, and gave us a wave. Rob, you missed it. We had a whole segment that was about Rob and the Cycling Week 5000 Challenge. So you're going to have to play it back. So we've, we've given yeah. you some props. So, um, and then Steph um, over in Yorkshire, who we spoke to just recently, she just said uh, something about I'm going to press this and hope not to delete. There are some awesome photos on your Instagram. Really clever. I second that motion. They are some amazing pictures that you've got. Like, so Thank salute, you. salute. Um, welcome also to Film by Bike. Lovely to have you on board. And Chloe, lovely name. Welcome, Chloe. Thanks for joining us. So, Chum, just um, switching lanes a little bit. 
I'd love to ask you some rapid fire questions. I borrowed this from a man, Creedub. He did this on his podcast, and I just think it's great. I, love, for me, I, love I will just say, Creedub and the the photo pace guys are part of my inspiration for for some of my pictures. Those guys, you know, I I yeah, I I, I follow them. Follow them. They are seriously amazing amazing photographers i agree man. i agree and that's it i followed them as well but i reckon what do you think like why don't we become like the uk chapter of photo page should, should i put it to him in this seat like yeah, you know, man, we can do this. See, yeah check out with creed up see what he says so yeah yeah, yeah. do it <laughs> good you have to give me some tips but yeah so on his podcast he does a the podcast we've got to hang out he asked some rapid fire questions so not too ponderous shoot from the hip people can get to know you a bit so i'm going to try a few few with you see how it goes you ready okay. yep so Lex, will people describe you as a more of a chef or more of a baker chef okay i like that i like that secret weapon dish so if i came around to your house when i come to your house in norfolk what are we doing what are you making me um italian uh it would be um chicken breast butterflied with pesto and uh, pasta and mozzarella it's, it's a concoction that i make tastes amazing but uh, yeah throwing it down throwing it down okay brilliant favorite song at the moment that's a tough one um i don't <laughs> funnily enough i don't listen to current day music I, i'm still i'm still stuck in the 90s and um i love 90s r&b any any 90s r&b you know um oh man there's too much to think of too much to think of um I think at the moment, in terms of if if song that I, that does get stuck in my head and I do find myself singing is uh, is it Joe Corey, um, Head and Heart that that gets stuck in my head and oh yeah yeah and, yeah so, yeah. so that's that's probably current but I've okay. got such an eclectic taste in music it, it's just you know and everything amazing amazing cool favorite film or film that you've watched most recently if you haven't got a favorite film. Uh, I uh, see. I've got, I've got, <laughs> I've got guilty pleasures of uh, of Fast and Furious films. I've watched them from the first franchise right the way through. Love Bad Boys, Bad Boys One and Two. I'm still waiting to see number three. Love those films. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Fast cars. I think. Action. Fast cars. Yeah. Yeah. Fabulous, fabulous. Cool. All right. Um, if I was to buy you a drink, we're allowed to go to a bar or a pub or wherever. What would your weapon of choice be? What would you be ordering? What I'm would a, I be ordering? Lager man. I, I either lager or I'm a, a dark rum, dark rum drinker. So yeah. Right. Nice. And and if it's got to be the dark rum, would you have that by itself or with something? Yeah, no, neat, neat, straight dark rum on its own. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Drop of ice, but on its own. Yeah. Um, next. Salute you, sir. No messing around. Cool. No. So, preference for riding inside or outside? Outside, always. Always prefer outside. But, uh, okay. yeah, the, the, the turbo has its place, but I uh, much prefer. I, I'm not a fair weather cyclist, so if I can get out, I get out. So, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. On the subject of bikes, so do you do like uh, trainer road or Zwift or any of those sort of things at all? 
I do Zwift if I'm on the turbo, um, but as I say, it's it's. I, if I've got an opportunity to get outside and ride, I'll ride outside. Um, my my Zwift membership is almost obsolete. I haven't used it for so many months now. But um, but yeah, I, I I if I'm doing an indoor session, I do Zwift. So yeah. yeah I was about to do this. I was about to give you the eye and say, why have you not doing the Wednesday ride for Unity ride on Zwift? Why? Wednesday, I I would love to do one of those, but honestly, Wednesdays and the time of your ride is just like, is is bedtimes and, and you know, yeah. I'm not going to bed and all this kind of stuff. And I just yeah. think, I got it. <laughs> one day. You can't be dealing with that. Yeah. But you can't be dealing with that with your Lycra on and your bike on the turbo ready to go. I, I get it. So it's, it's sort of one day. Um, on the subject of bikes, bikes in your collection, how many have you collected so far? At the moment, I just I, I I just have two at the moment. I have um I have a gravel bike. I have a Vitus gravel bike just for uh, gravel bikes are fantastic. I mean I I I ummed and armed for a long time. Shall I get mountain bikes? Shall I get gravel bike? But gravel bikes are amazing because they're just so versatile. Um, you know, one minute you're on the road, the next minute you're tearing up trails and things. So gravel bike. But um, my pride and joy I got for got for my birthday two years ago my my 40th birthday two years ago oh, was that yeah it was a red uh i got red chili um they're a they're a small uk company uh based down on the south coast and i built a relationship friendship up with the with the director through all about the ride and um and i've just kind of watched their journey they 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 as i say they're uh they're very passionate about what they do. You know, they're, they're, yeah. they are a small company, but they're incredibly passionate about what they do. The bikes yeah. are amazing. Um, so I've got a, a carbon fiber custom designed road bike and it's, it's, you know, so quick. It's, it's too much for me. To handle. But it was, uh, it was, uh, you're turning 40, do something big. Um, and my wife actually said, do you want to have a, big party all your friends and all this kind of stuff and i said no i'd rather have a bike i think you exactly you, you are 40 i'm gonna be in december uh, uh, um, i'm 42 in about three weeks time so uh yeah i'm a, I'm a little bit ahead but um yeah no, but no, i'm more thinking i'm more thinking that if, if it worked for you to get a bike i might try the same thing do it, do it. Seriously, I I just thought, you know, I love my friends, I love my family, but it's my birthday, you know. I'd rather spend the money on me. So, uh, so yeah. yeah, we did we did that, and um, amazing, yeah, amazing. Good, good stuff. And we've got Doug. Doug, it's, it's, it looks like a crying face emoji about the bike thing. So that's that's touch him. And oh, I just want to say hello to Han. So cycling Han, I'm pretty sure. Came up with the, the, the phrase that I never heard before, which was like "cross is boss." So I think she'd agree with you that gravel bikes, gravel bikes rule. And um, I've also seen Specs and Spokes, who's Aurelia. Aurelia joins us pretty much religiously on a Wednesday on the Ride for Unity's with rides, and we have a lot of fun chats and stuff there on the Zoom call and keep each other motivated. And then Joss in here. She's got skills. Um, so that must be Queen B. B, welcome and hi. Thanks for joining us. So. Um, and uh, so Dan has just said, what did he say? That I got my wheels. I know I've got wheels, Dan, but I haven't got a bike. Lex has got a bike. I need to get a bike. <laughs> Treat yourself. Treat yourself, people are saying. I agree. Treat yourself. 
Um, so yeah, thank you for the rapid fire questions. Um, switching tact a little bit this year, I think you kind of alluded to it earlier. It's been like a lot. It's been a lot for for many of us in so many different ways, and um, you know, I can't even. I don't think we we'll fully really appreciate how this year has impacted us until we get to the future. You know, when you're looking back, you know, um, if you agree. Um, but so far, and I know the year's not done, but I can't believe we're in October. What what have you kind of learned or picked up in this journey for this year? Like, what's what's kind of stuck in your mind a bit of, of, in terms of how the year's been? I don't know. It's um. I can say it's been it's it's been a crazy one. It's you know it's almost it's almost undescribable. If you if you went back to last year um, and said this is what this year is going to be, you you know you just say I don't know no I don't believe it. But it's it. I think that lockdown for me. it had its positives because it meant that I could spend more time, the time that I would normally be at work with, you know, away from the family and things, yeah. it, you know, I got to spend that time with, with my girls. I got to, you know, home learning was a nightmare. I'm the worst teacher in the Mate. world, but, Mate. but, you know, Me too, bro. Me too. You know every, day I'm asking, every day I'm asking Alexa what certain things are and things like that, you know, what's the, uh, what's these functions and stuff like that you know so i'm learning new things but but it was it was important because as i say for many it was a chance to actually see the bits that you normally miss and the bits you take for granted and and that kind of thing we had days where you know we were screaming at each other you know as a family as a collective because we were just in that space but at the same time i'd like to think sports closer together um but it was also a learning process for my kids as well because, you know, they're, they're kind of picking up on conversations and things in the news and, you know, the, you don't turn on the telly because the news is just, you know, yeah. after negative after negative. And, yeah. um, and it, that, was, that, was, that was hard because there's no, there's no um, rule book of this is how to parent during a pandemic and during riots and during this, that and the other, you know, this is, so you kind of, you know, you kind of saying, okay, I, I found myself talking to my wife and I'm saying, well, you know, what do we say about this? And, you know, how do we, how do we approach this and kind of things? And even yeah. when they went back to school, you know, my girls were coming home saying, we heard, we heard about this at school today. What does this mean? Or, you know, we watched, we watched news round today and, you know, we saw this on telly and you're kind of like, you're, you're, you're having to, it, it's been an education, if you like, it's been a learning process, but, um, but yes, it's, I don't know, it's just been, it's been a crazy year, it's been a crazy year. Yeah. So. I, I, um, I, I think like all of us on here, everywhere, like you can't, it's global, right? Like the, the things that we sort of have gone through and I think you're having the kids as well has been, same, I've talked to my wife a lot more about stuff that historically believe it or not you just never really touched upon like, the issues of um not just from a racial injustice perspective because there's been a lot of that that's been brought to attention but actually just a deeper understanding of what it is to be a woman as well like yeah from her perspective and like trying to navigate things and i think just slowing the pace of life down has meant that there's more listening there's more communication there's more yeah. listening because we, we're, 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 we're just talking to each other more and i've yeah. just found that 
I guess part of the reason for why for unity is that like whoever you are, wherever you are, like we could all at some point in life do with like a bit of a helping hand. Do you know what I mean? Like just like yeah. someone to listen to you, someone to be there for you. And yeah, it's, it's been an eye opener. But yeah, I think I'm going to pause because you summed it up really well that it's been an education and that's for sure. So um, on um, what keeps you going? Because, you know, you talked about your childhood and how it was, you could have gone one way, you could have gone another way, you could have been like the, the what's that film, The Matrix, taking the red pill or the blue pill, you chose the path of family and wholesome and all that. But do you have like a motto or like a, a guiding principle, like, you know, like the North Star, like, this is what next betting is about, this is how I want to live my life, this is how I want to be embodied. Is there anything like that for you? Or it don't have to be, that's fine. I don't know. I think that um, I th I think you. I guess I've, I I guess I feel I've got to where I am today. I mean, I you know, it's a conversation. You know, we you meet somebody, you start talking to them, you start talking a bit about your past and 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 things. And and I'm I'm honest. You know, I people I don't sugarcoat my my past and my upbringing and things like that you know people people ask the question and i tell them um you know and and you know my 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 foster parent my first foster family my foster mum was was racist just blatantly downright racist you know and and you know was not a nice lady at all and and you know and i so i'm i don't sugarcoat anything and people kind of stand back and go <gasps> you know and my view is well you wanted to know that's that's who i am that's mm. what i'm about and if they if you know the thing i as i say i always get is you're you're well adjusted you know you why why haven't you turned out like that if it was me i would have gone off the rails i would have done this that, and the other and you think but but where where is that going to get you you know you know, where is that going to get you? And I've, I've, I've been to, you know, it's been a lot of talk about mental health and things like that. And, and I've been there, you know, I've been locked away in, in my little one bedroom flat and not going outside and just drinking myself silly and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, and I did that quite early on. I did that in my, I think I was probably 20, 21 years old and just had a complete breakdown. When you, when you get to that stage, and you and you do start to pull yourself out of that you know anything you look back on when every time i look back and think that that's how that's what happened to me and i look at my family now and i wouldn't i would not change what i've got now for anything and that's you know they they are my inspiration you know i have i'm inspired by photographers i'm inspired inspired by you know cyclists and things like that but but Honestly, my family are 100% my inspiration and watching my yeah. girl grow up and things like that and wanting the best for them, you know, I, d I don't really need a motto or mantra, you know, it's 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 them at the end of the day. Yeah. So they are what keep me going. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. You've actually given me goosebumps. I don't know if you can see that right here. Look. <laughs> You've actually given me goosebumps. Wow. Um Hats off to you, champ. I think it's um, it's a beautiful thing, and it reminds me of a song that's been playing in my head a bit recently by Drake. If you like Drake, I don't know if it's too like yeah. He, he's got a song called Trophies, which is from a, a bit before, maybe 2012 or 2015. I don't know. It's a while, and and he in his song, I talked to Yuri about this. He, he I think he has some lyrics about um, 
how you don't do what you do for any trophies or awards or envelopes that you can open. You just no. do it because it's something you feel that you're supposed to do, you know. And I yeah. think when you talk about that and your family, it just is um, it's heartwarming. Although it gave me goosebumps, it's really heartwarming, and I love that. Really. Um, I mean, I was going to ask you next, like tied into that, if there was a a, a single person there'll be loads because of the photography and the cycling and everything else but if there's a single person that you kind of admire but i can ask it anyway but it sounds like your family play a massive part but separate to your family is there anyone that you look at and you're like yeah I, I, I rate that person i love what they're doing with themselves and um i guess you draw inspiration from I, I i think there's too many i think there's yeah you know i think that um you know, when you're growing up, you have your idols and you want to be like certain people and things like that. And, you know, I was always a big Will Smith fan when I was growing up. So I was always, you know, trying to crack jokes and be funny and things like that. And then I think you just, yeah, yeah, I still watch The Fresh Prince, you know, 30 years I later. I still watch I it. Watch but, you know, exactly, exactly. But, you know, I think you, uh, there's so many people I take bits of inspiration from. Yeah. You know, with with um with my cycling you know um i can i i i follow people and and think wow they are amazing so your people's like your chris halls your mark beaumont your, your real hardcore endurance cyclists yeah. uh, i just i just don't know how they do it you know i, I think that, you know I, I struggle with a with a hundred kilometers and they're they're out smashing it so so people like that you know you feel inspired and motivated the, the cycling side of things but I've got you know photographers I'm inspired by you know people um there's a photographer called uh, Sean Hardy and he's um he's a he's a British photographer cycling photographer and his work is his work blows me away because he takes he takes amazing cycling photos he does a lot yeah. of work with women's cycling he does a lot of oh, um, a lot of work with uh, the the pro women team but his his pictures of his family as well you know he, he he's quite open and publishing pictures of his family yeah. and, and stuff and it's just and it's just so sincere you know and it's it's kind of you look at these pictures and and he's again he's a very much a family man so he's taking fantastic amazing stunning cycling shots one day and then he's out taking pictures of his kids and you know coming home from school and things like that and it's just so so class that's that's, that's, yeah. that's the only way i can describe it so. and honestly i now you say it now I, I i think that that is something that again appeals to me about your pictures because i've seen some of your photos where it's been like family days at the beach and then the, the little moggy that you've got the little cat when i think you've got it and just photos of that and i feel like and this is the, the people that i tend to follow on instagram tend to be or pay interested to are people that keep it real you know that are who they are because you know in, in instagram i guess you can show the good and the bad but i love the fact that you've talked about mental health i love the fact that you have your family front and center in there and you're just out there doing your thing as a as a as a dude just making their way in life with their bike really. so uh, it's, it's it's amazing and i think um soul riders cycling club have just said great conversation gents and i've got to say i great to hear from you really because that's inspired me to work on my photography work on so many aspects really but I'm mindful of time. I always do this and I, I could chat to you for like hours easily just because we've got a lot in common, but if, it's, it's probably going to cut us off in a few minutes. So before we kind of go, I just thought it'd be awesome just to see if there's anything that you kind of wanted to say or share. 
and then just, we talk about Red Bull, but just anything at all that you know you wanted to sort of share with everybody. Not really. I think I think I've just you know I I, I mean I'm really honoured to have been asked to do this because I've seen some of the other guests you've had on there and, and watched some of the videos and gone wow it's amazing. Yeah, I know, you know I know we've been talking for a little while now and and um, and built up a great friendship and and you know long may that continue but you know I just I'm, I'm grateful for people for logging on and you know the people who follow me on Instagram and stuff like that it's um yeah. it's it's nice I'm trying not to do the whole you know this is me make me popular thing there's um somebody did a great quote um one a photographer i follow uh called sean tucker um and for a long time on social media i found that i was getting frustrated that you know why aren't people following me why aren't people liking my pictures and things like that and and um he said that um you know popularity doesn't in in doesn't mean you're great at what you do you know you've got you know there are there as he said there are cats on social media who have a million followers and, <laughs> you know, like that so yeah. so i've tried to i'm just trying to you know keep it real and and i appreciate yeah. everyone who supports and follows what i do and if you like what i do fantastic if you don't that's that's cool you know just yeah, that's what you can do you know, that's, and, uh, that's fine. And i, so, I want to just I just wanted to say that if you haven't already and you just you're new to the chat, I, I put your handle in the chat. Um, it's at Lex Bed. Um, the pictures will blow your mind. You'll see what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to inspire to this man. This what he does is what I'm trying to do. But there's levels to the game, really. Um, but yeah, so much. Um, like I said, thank you both so much, especially sharing your story, Lex. So much to relate to. So this is what it's about, really. I just want us to share stories and inspire other people and connect people because. At the end of the day, we've got lots going on, but there's a lot that unites us more than divides us. That's the thing that someone else more smarter than me said, really. So, um, Lex, thank you so much. We will be Good. chatting. Enjoy thank the you, weekend yeah. with the family. Good. You keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, everyone, for joining. So, thank you. Thank you. Take care. Have a good weekend, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.